Hey, hi, hello. Welcome back to the Hunter Hunter podcast, the podcast that is under the stairs, in a cupboard, in a house owned by the HBO boys. I don't know why I'm sleeping in the cupboard. I am one of said HBO boys. I have a room upstairs. I just choose not to be there. I choose to be in this cupboard with you guys. Aggressive. Weird. We are back and talking about season one or arc one, whatever you'd like to call it. For Hunter Hunter episode 14, entitled Hit the Target, the summary of which goes like this. The applicants head to Zevil Island for the fourth phase of the exam. Each person draws a number which corresponds to the ID number of their target. The ID tag of their target is worth three points, their own ID tag is worth three points, and all other ID tags are worth one point. Each applicant must collect six points in order to pass this phase of the exam. Gon's target turns out to be dot dot dot. <laughs> a cliffhanger. If you've been on this wild ride with us the entire time, you'll know that we just came off of a recap episode 13 in, which is bold. But I wonder if they did so, slash I wonder if they made that decision to do a recap episode right before this one. Because they were like, hey, should we give further context to all the impending Battle Royale-style death that's about to happen? question mark even if they did even if that was the reason i don't forgive them and it was a bad choice and by the way battle royale if you don't know what that is is a japanese movie from the year 2000 that every action movie since has been based off of quentin tarantino at the time called it his favorite movie and it's about a bunch of kids being dropped on an island and they have to kill each other until there's only one left and the entire competition where the children are murdering each other, is also on the TV for the fledgling nation recession-slash-depression-faced country to vibe on. Does that sound familiar? I bet it does. It's a whole lot of movies. But I will point out, the chapters in the manga that this episode is based off came out in 1998. So this version, it came first. It would be hard to argue against anyone copied it, although I'm sure there's all fiction is copied at any point, but whatever, this version rules supreme. Also, by the way, easy peasy prediction I'm about to lay down for you. Kilowatt and Hisaka are going to be dope at this. Also, get a recur. I know too much. Before we get into the murder, patreon.com slash HBO boys, boys with a Z. One dollar or more a month, you get a bunch of extra content. The second episode of the Call to Cthulhu campaign that James is working so diligently on that he wrote and that it's really, really, really good is up there right now. You can go and listen to that episode before it is up on the main channel. Also, this exact Hunter Hunter podcast is on the bonus episode channel before I put it up Sundays at 9 a.m. on the main channel. The amount of time in between those two things has compressed. I'll be honest with you, obviously. But I blame the show. I don't blame me. I can't, I don't, I would never blame me. Nothing is ever my fault. Any hoozles, let's get into it. 24 candidates have completed Trick Tower and passed the Hunter exam's third phase. They include Hasaka, Gitterakur, Hanzo, Goretta, Pakal, Gaz, Aegon, Ponzu, Ryu, Cypher the Sniper, Shitotso, I didn't say that one right, Caillou, Sami, Yumori, Amori, and Amori. They're brothers. That's not just like their, their names aren't, you get it. Bodoro, Kenmi, Kenmi. Have I said that name before? Have I said anything about that person before? I'm sure I have. 
Moving on. Bourbon, Pika Pika, Kilowatt, Gone, Mr. Oreo, and the Rookie Crusher, that son of a bitch. Lippo stands in front of the Trick Tower and, and congratulates everyone for passing and tells the crowd that they only have two phases left. The next one being on Zevil Island, which is right goddamn behind him. And by the way, Zevil is like the word devil, but with a Z, so it's cooler. Lippo then brings out a box and tells all the people to draw numbers that correspond to the badges that they are all wearing for them to decide who they are going to hunt and who's going to hunt you. Isn't that fun? Hisaka picks first, and Gon notices a cut on his shoulder, which I'm sure won't come back to haunt him or be contextual at all in the future. Then Gedarakur goes up with his bobbly-ass head, and Hanzo goes up, etc., etc., etc. I hope one of the three brothers get each other, right? Wouldn't that be fun? Gone at this point asks Kilowatt if he thinks that the hunting means that they're going to be fighting each other. And Kilowatt's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I think it means. As discussed earlier in the summary, but now Lippo says again, the objective is to steal your foe's ID badge, which gets you three points. Your own badge, by the way, is three as well. And the others are worth one. You need six total to pass. Zevil Island is shaped like an infinity symbol and it's covered in trees and I believe is in the shores of plenty. All the peeps get on a boat and they head over to the island with guide Kara, who lets them know that it's going to take about two hours to get there. And by the way, if you've gotten this far, you now have an open invite to next year's exam automatically. You know, assuming that you're alive. Never say die. Pika Pika and Mr. Oreo notice that everyone's already tucked their badges away. They also say that they're not each other's target, much to Mr. Oreo's delight. You know, because he would die. Gon and Kilowatt talk a bit. They show the numbers that they got to each other at the same time. Gon got Hisaka, which sucks. And as they show the number for Hisaka, we see him like licking his lips, which is oddly sexual. Kilowatt doesn't know it, but he got one of the Amori brothers' numbers, and that's going to be easy as fucking pie. Gon then goes into his weird fugue state that he sometimes goes into, where he is both like shitting his pants, but also psyched simultaneously about stealing the murder clown's badge. And Kilowatt's like, are you okay? He's like, yes, I'm excited. Let's move on. You know, the exact personality that Gon has. Everyone's going to be let on the island one at a time, by the way, every two minutes. And this phase is going to last one week, which is a fucking long time. And when you get six points, you just return to the boat and bing, bang, boom, you have succeeded. As Kilowatt gets off the boat, I realize like he's just holding his skateboard. He does not use that skateboard enough. It would be cooler if he did. Anyway, Gon goes on the island and thinks about his task. He sees Caillou being stalked by Pockle from atop a tree, actually, first off. And Pockle shoots Caillou with a poison goddamn arrow and steals his badge that, because the arrow had poison on it. And it paralyzes Ryu for a week. Pong goes over what he just saw in his head and remarks to himself like, Oh, that's what hunting is. Being sneaky as fuck. And I'll like... Okay, so, like, I can do that. I don't need to beat Hisaka in a fight. I just need to, like, snag the number from Hisaka with a fishing pole. And then Gon starts practicing hitting things with his fishing pole as Goretta watches him from afar. Assumably, Goretta has Gon's number. Gon blunts the end of his lure so he doesn't stab the birdies that he's trying to pick out of the air to practice which, which is nice of him except for, like, birds aren't real, so I don't know why he's even taking the precaution. We port over to the other side of the island where Mr. Oreo is trying to figure out whose number he has, and we also see Pika Pika deciding to camp out. We then go back to Gon, who is tired because he's thrown his lure so many times. Greta is still watching him. Gon further discusses in his head 
how birds hunt fish, which again doesn't make sense because birds are fake news. And then Gone catches one. He catches a goddamn bird with his goddamn lure after trying so hard and for so long and almost giving up on himself. He realizes that he can catch the bird as long as the bird is distracted and going for his own prey. Whoever Hasaka has for a number, that sucks. That's not going to be neat at all. And then a wild narrator replaced. <laughs> I'm trying less and less when that has happened. Gone has mastered catching a not real animal with a fishing pole, which means he's definitely ready to outwit pure evil. Although, unbeknownst to him, he is also being hunted. Unbeknownst? What? How is, by the way, Gone like not turned around and be like, I see you. I see you. I feel like he does know. Like, Greta feels like he's being snaky. But I bet, I bet he's not even being that snake. And I bet Gon is like, just going to be like, hi, I've seen you over there from the very beginning. How are you? You're trying to get my number? Oh, no, thanks. But yeah, the narrator posits that Gon doesn't know. He thinks that like Dave and Dan from Game of Thrones, that Danny forgot about the Iron Fleet. Same thing with Gon. He just like forgot that he's being hunted as well. He doesn't even give a shit. So yeah, the Battle Royale on this island, Zevil Island, is based off of three chapters from the manga. So I do wonder if it's going to be three episodes. And I, you know, would rather be on a Battle Royale island for three episodes than in one room. So I'm feeling good about it. I think some murder's about to come up. And I am a number one fan of anime-based murder. So I'm psyched to the... I'm psyched. I'm just psyched. I was going to say, like, psyched to the gills. That's not even close to a real sentence, saying, anything really. So yeah, thanks for joining me. Episode 14, Hit the Target, is in the books. And I can't wait to jump ahead and see who gets viciously slaughtered on this goddamn island. And now, what you've all been waiting for. This dope song at the end. Bye!